It's June 2022. Will you be at Wrexham for the big independence rally? I'm Sean Jobbins. This is Radio Yes Cymru. Stick with us. It's time for independence. Yes. Yes. Yes Cymru Radio. Radio Free Wales. Yes. Next Saturday, thousands will be converging on Wrexham for the long-awaited March for Independence, jointly organised by All Under One Banner, Yes Cymru and Indyfest Wrexham. Tonight we have two of the main organisers here, Kieran Thomas, one of the local organisers of IndieFest, and Phil Griffiths, a member of Yes Cymru's governing body, who have been busy sorting out the nitty-gritty. Wrexham, Wales's newest city, will guarantee to give you a warm welcome, so make sure you get up there. Yes, 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 Great. It's good to have you. Now, Kieran, you're the local lad up there in Wrexham. Tell the listeners briefly what's happening, who's speaking, what times it start, what times it finish, and I know you've got stuff going on on the streets as well. Yeah, Dioch. Um, so, yeah, uh, we've got a, a march for about an hour, starting at 12 in Llwynysaf. A circular march, uh, finishing back at Llwynysaf, uh, where we'll have a stage uh, with a selection of speakers, uh, some poets... Uh, and some music to round it off as well. Hey, 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 wait, I can't allow you to say that, Kira. You know who's singing in this match. It's not, it's, it is just the biggest man at the moment, which is well, either Gareth Bale or David Ewan. So David Ewan is going to be there, people. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. We have we have the man of the moment. Um, <laughs> yes. we, we, we couldn't have got him at a better time. Um, no. So we're, we're absolutely thrilled to have David Yuan uh, sort of closing out the um, the sort of formal speakers bit of the march, leading us in some singing. Uh, and then we'll have a band on stage uh, joining David after that as well. And this is the important thing, isn't it, Phil and Kieran, that, you know, we want people to come. And I know I've spoken to people who were at Merthyr and the other rallies who weren't too sure about independence. Some actually had never really thought about it. They turned up to the rally, started speaking to people. Maybe they didn't have a Damascine... Uh, is it again? They didn't change their mind on in the spot. But, you know, they started asking questions and discussing. And now they are involved and interested in, in Yes Cymru and independence. So we want people to be doing this, don't we? They come in, talk to people, have an idea what the whole thing is about. And this is what you're doing in, in Wrexham, isn't it, Kieran? That, uh, there isn't just the rally itself, the march, the All Under One mar- Banner march itself. There's also your, what you call an Indie Fest. Can you just say a few words about the Indie Fest? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're kicking off the the night before on the on the Friday night with um, uh, as a band on in the Scythe Seren, um, yep. and then on the Saturday uh, as well as the march and the speakers, we've got a an indie market where there'll be uh, food and drink um, and things for people to buy as well. And then uh, after the march, there will be uh, various uh, events and bands on uh, in in different venues throughout the town as well. So that's why we've we've called it Indie Fest because it is. Uh, taking place over a number of days, and it, it isn't just the march and the speakers. It's it's trying to get this feel good atmosphere, um, and and perhaps maybe encourage people who might not want to come to to a political march. They might be indie curious, but not indie confident. They might not want to come to a march, but there's other ways for them to get involved as well. 
Yeah, it's a great idea, and, and you know, this there's a bit of this going on in in Merthyr, wasn't there, Phil? There was some, uh, there was a gig, there was a session in the evening, and there's discussion and comedy session. So it's great to see that idea so spread out, and and also we want to take the town over, but also make it as welcoming as we can for people, as you said, Kieran, who maybe aren't 100, percent but they got questions to ask. Please come over to Wrexham, come and see what it's all about. It's going to be fun. There's going to be loads of people there. If you come in, bring on, you know, wear some daps, wear some comfortable shoes, bring a flag, stick it on a long pole. It's it's a more comfortable than a short pole when you are hanging about the place. Uh, and you know, come come for the day. There's, it's going to be a, a great environment. And if you're familiar with things like uh, the Estelvod, the Royal Welsh, or Tavwood, just last weekend, is that kind of feel to the place. I mean, um, to go back maybe to the speakers, uh, Kieran, because there's there's good cross section there. So also we got David one here, which is great. I think loads of people want to see David, and I'm so so glad and proud for David. He must be approaching his 80 years old now. You know, 50, 60 years of service to Wales. You know, in jail for the Welsh language. Stood up when when it was very uncomfortable and unpopular to be a Welsh nationalist. He did all these things. He you know, started. A record company because he wanted to have people recording stuff in Wales rather than going over to England to record. Helping starting up a, a housing association to renovate old, old houses so people can buy houses in own villages. Uh, and all these things he's done, which people maybe don't appreciate. I'm so glad he's now getting the kind of respect he deserves. But Kieran, can you just run us through the other speakers as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, local speakers, we've got Paul Wong. Uh, he'll be doing the uh, welcome um, and we've got Carrie Harper who is a, a local Plaid councillor who'll be um, closing the the proceedings. Uh, we've also got Evera Rose who is a, a local poet. Um, we've got uh, Rupa Vias from, um, from, from the football. We've got um, Dylan Rees-Jones who works in the, uh, is a professor in the, the local university in Glendour, a uh, professor of, of law. Uh, and we've got Meredithin Apdavid, who uh, is uh, an Archdruid. Um, and we've also got someone from Labour for Indie Wales speaking as well. So uh, a, a nice, very lineup, um, national and local speakers. Um, and I say a few sort of uh, artistic people in there as well. Yeah, it's a great lineup. I mean, uh, a lot of people there, which are good speakers as well. And people have done stuff in their own field. And I think they deserve to be there uh, on their own merit. Um, go back to you, um Phil, okay, maybe looking back to to Merthyr, what what do you think are the, what makes a good independence rally? Do you think? Uh, I would say engagement. Uh, I think we were very lucky. You know, we had a hardworking team in Yes Merthyr uh, who uh, went um, to see the local businesses uh, in the town centre uh, and engaged with them. And it was a great way then of assessing uh, who was in, who was already there as regards, you know, uh, indie supportive, uh, who wanted a little bit more encouragement or information and so on. Uh, so it, it meant that we were able to engage with them then. We had a reason to engage with them yeah. uh, because, you know, this big march was coming to town uh, and and they could be a part of it. So it, it, it was a good exercise in getting the message out there. Um, and I think that, you know, that would, that played a big part then in the success uh, of the day. Obviously, having good speakers um, is a big, big factor as well. 
Um, Kieran mentioned there uh, Dylan Rhys-Jones. Uh, he spoke uh, at an indie talk that we had in Merthyr Rising last weekend. Um, so that was a bit of a warm-up for him. Uh, and a brilliant speaker, um, very knowledgeable, uh, very engaging, uh, as I'm sure that, you know, our speakers all will be, you know, in Wrexham as well. So it's going to be another treat, I think, for, for everyone who's there um, on the on the weekend. Yeah, and maybe that's the big difference since the ones in the sort of all in the one banner, yes, coming matches in Merthyr, Carnarvon and Cardiff three years ago. Phil, is that you know? In a way, COVID was a was a big hit for us, obviously, because we had the badges lined up in Wrexham. We had posters up in Wrexham, the leaflets out. Then one in Tredegar and in Swansea. Then COVID came, and everything had to be so postponed. But in a way, since COVID, Phil, you know, a lot of people have understood at last exactly what the Welsh Parliament does, the kind of powers we had, and they actually quite like to see that Wales can do stuff and do stuff better. And you know, in a way, that's made things more tangible for people, isn't it, Phil? Yeah, definitely. I couldn't agree more. I think the the handling of the COVID crisis uh, and the difference then um, with the way the, the, the Welsh government dealt with it to, to Westminster's dealing of it, um, you know, opened people's eyes to this idea that Wales could do things differently um, and didn't have to necessarily... Uh, just do a sort of a copy and paste exercise of whatever Westminster was doing. Uh, yeah, so we had that, um, you, you know, in 2019, uh, you know, we had those wonderful sort of exponential leaps in a way um, between those marches. Uh, and then, you know, by the end of 2019 and going into 2020, uh, you know, we'd reached this point where, um, you know, confidence and support and awareness for independence was at this incredible all-time high, and you know we were set to uh, to build on that again. Then with the the subsequent marches, of, you know, of which obviously Wrexham was the first. So we, you know, we we're, we're delighted to finally be taking that step now, which which should have happened uh, two years ago. But I can't leave you know without mentioning Tidder Owen again. Um, He's, he's towards the bottom of the list for a reason. Um, obviously, I'm sure Tidid would argue it's because he's, he's one of the main acts, uh, <laughs> which, of course, he no doubt is. But it's because he's having to travel uh, from Bangor um, straight after his show on Radio Cymru that morning. Um, so, uh, yes, he, he requested that he be further down the bill to allow himself enough time you know, to, to get to Wrexham. Um, but when we reached out to Tidir um, to, to ask him if he'd be interested in being one of our speakers, uh, fair play, he got straight back to me and uh, he said, um, yeah, do you know what? Um, it's high time that I was no longer a keyboard warrior. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, but, so and that's absolutely a very good delighted. You know, yeah, and I've got respect for him for doing that because, I mean, there are other people who, who wouldn't want to stick their head above the parapet. And I, I understand that as well. Um, and he could easily have done that. But he stuck his head up and he said, look, I want to do this and I want to speak up for Wales. Because it is, it is crucial. Now, look, in 2019, in 2016, I was very worried because I thought after Brexit, you know, there's only one way, really. It's either within 18 years, Wales will either be a part of England, incorporated, or it will be independent. And there was a big change because you know one big directory of of Brexit was to be to abolish the assembly, 
and this is a big thing which has also happened since the last rallies was we had the the senate elections last year and the abolished were totally wiped out so and i think i think you know the old one banner matches the yes Cymru activity online yes that's important as well but also you know on the streets and the local groups doing stuff you're doing in Merthyr there and then up in Wrexham good stuff happening there throughout the year has basically shifted the agenda so much i think that it made the abolished people just look a bit stupid and i think all those people who have been supportive of independence last couple of years you know deserve a big thank you for i think making sure that the senate is safe so even those people who just want devolution and not independence should be thankful to i think all those yes Cymru, uh supporters and people in in other groups like in dot as well who've made sure that you know independence is the argument and is in a way is made the bullish let's just look a bit redundant and stupid i mean i'm going to ask very very quickly because we're going to bring the discussion to a close in a minute i'm a nosy person phil and kieran as you know so i'm going to ask you so quickly because we're asking people to walk in Wrexham and go on a journey and maybe it will be a personal journey as well what was your journey to independence boys this is what i'm always interested in how people come to this the end point so i'm going to kick off with you phil uh, i mean were you born a welsh nashville or did this something which all cropped up on you um i yeah i was born into a household that had the the smell of printer's ink of Plaid Cymru posters uh, oh, ah, as, a, okay. as an almost constant backdrop to my youth. <laughs> um, but then, uh, and that, that that was due to my father then and his, uh, sort of, uh, you know, success on a local political level. Yeah. Um, but then growing up, you know, um, I, became, I became increasingly frustrated with Plaid Cymru's inability to break through into the, the valleys and the, the sort of the non-Welsh-speaking parts of Wales then. So when Yes Cymru came along uh, and I started following them on, on social media, um, you know, it dawned on me virtually straight away then. I thought that, yes, this is what we need. We need a, you know, a sort of a cross-party, non-political uh, movement for independence uh, that, you know, represents people from all parties and no parties at all you know there are plenty of people out there who've lost all confidence in um you know party politics uh, and they want to see uh, a different future so that was uh, so i've always sort of been on board with independence but that was the the, the sort of tipping point with me becoming more uh, active in in campaigning for it lovely phil thanks for that and kieran what was your journey um, so uh, I, I think I probably was born a bit of a, a, a little Welsh nationalist. I remember in uh, in school I, I wouldn't, for, for example, I wouldn't draw the which Union Jack. Which school did you go to, Kieran? What's that? Sorry. Which, which school did you go to? Look, I, I'm very nosy. I want to go. To, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I went to Saint Mary's uh, Catholic Primary School in Wrexham, and then uh, Saint Joseph's Catholic and Anglican High School in in Wrexham. Nice. Um, so yeah, so for example, you know, if if I was forced to draw the Union Jack in school, I I would have to draw a Welsh flag at the centre. That was my little <laughs> way of rebelling. But but Good I was boy. I wasn't born into a into a household that um, yeah. w- was that way inclined. My my parents and my family have all always been very left wing um, and, and open minded, but but not necessarily, uh, you know, independence and stuff wasn't yeah. on their horizon. But it, it seemed to resonate with me um, this this feeling of uh, Welshness. Um, 
And then as I became uh, a bit older and more politically aware, um, that was obviously this, the natural home for it. And um, I, I'm really pleased to say as well um, that my, my family have sort of taken that journey with me. They've, oh, um, yeah, fr- from Rex, you know, they're, they're, growing up, there was a lot of um, this sort of old style or proper Welsh people. You know, oh. they, li- they live in the northwest and they speak Welsh and we're, we're not proper Welsh in Rex. Yeah. And, and that's completely reversed in the last few years. And um that that's just a, a movement in and of itself but um so yeah I, I've taken that that journey which was the obvious one for me and and my family being a all all passionate about fairness and equality and uh, and left-wing politics in my family have I've taken that journey with me so um so yeah it's been it's been a really nice um journey to take yeah it's very interesting and I think your journey is quite similar to a lot of people I've seen the last few years who have come into it Obviously, the identity part is important as well, because that is important to people. But I think also maybe the feeling that, you know, there can be a, a different ways and a better ways. And, you know, it, we, we, at the moment, we just, there's been centuries of banking on things changing in Westminster. And, you know, that's not as, that's not as good as it gets. And I think a lot of people come into it quite dispassionately now and looking at it and saying, okay, I am interested in independence. They need to get the arguments and how we can pay for it and all that kind of stuff. But I think there's a new uh, opportunity. And Wrexham, I think, is a great place for the rally. I'm really looking forward. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff happening in Wrexham. You know, the site selling, which uh, is, is one of the major places for people going to the to the rally, is a community-run pub. So, you know, this is what we're doing about. Um, and there's other things going on, I know, uh, with, with, with Carrie and other people as well, trying to make sure there's grassroots activity. Uh, so, look... Kieran and Phil, thanks for making the time this evening to talk to Radio Yes Company podcast. Follow the podcast on you know the usual apps uh, or listen to us online. We put stuff on Twitter and Facebook as well. Um, Wrexham is going to be stonking. The buses going from different parts of Wales. I've just been out leafleting here in Aberystwyth. There'll be a bus from Aberystwyth. There'll be another bus from North Caradigion. So open. there's going to be competition for buses here, but there are other buses going up as well. So go to uh, either All Under One Banner uh, site or Yes Cymru to see where the buses are maybe from your area. Check out the details. Arrive in plenty of time because there's going to be traffic there, but you also need to enjoy what's going on with the Indy Fest. And, you know, stick around after. You know, go to the rally, talk to people, stick around, go to the local pubs and cafes, talk to people there who are organising the event as well. So we want people to be a part of a great event. Uh, and it is open to all people. So, you know, Yes Camry has absolutely been instrumental in making sure the whole thing is happening. But people from, you know, other, other independence groups, be they Indod or the underground independence people, you know, as I say, we got a speaker from Labour from Indy, uh, Carrie Harper from Plaid Cymru. You know, we want everyone together in this rally to make sure that we can put ourselves on the map. And the US isn't forgotten because things are really going to kick off on these islands in the next few years and Wales needs to be ready. Um, right, so I think that's basically um, where we're drawing to, to an end now. Uh, so with that, we may have another uh, podcast about the, the march as well before then. But if, it, if you don't, I hope to see you in Wrexham. It's going to be a great day. Kieran Thomas from, from Wrexham, Phil from uh, Yes Coming Down in Merthyr, thanks for making time to us and I hope to speak to you again in the future. Diolch. Diolch. Yes. Yes. Yes Cymru Radio. Yes. Independent yes. news and views from independent nations. Yes. yes.